Hey everyone, this is Anthony Fleming, Senior Pastor of Church Alive, praying that this message is fresh, real, and powerful in your mind, your heart, your family, every part of your life. If you enjoy these messages, subscribe to it, share it with a friend to build their faith. God bless you as you lean in to the power and presence of God's Word. How are we doing this morning? Come on, can we stand to our feet? I always like to take 30 seconds and give Jesus praise. So can we give Jesus some praise in this room right now? If he's been good to you, if he's given you any reason to say thank you, Jesus, right now, can we take this moment, church, and just give him praise? If he's provided, if he's opened up doors, if he's healed you, if he's helped you find the one, whatever he has done for you, can we give him praise today? One, two, three, come on, give him praise. morning I am gonna share a thought called this is our faith I hope that's okay today before we sit down we're gonna read scripture and I want you to know right off the bat there's three things I'm believing over you as we spend the next few minutes together are you ready yes do you trust me enough I prayed all week that we wouldn't get canceled after this message because God knows what comes out of my mouth but Jesus take the wheels of my lips please but I'm believing three things over you today. I'm believing some of us are going to get our praise back today. Come on, how, how many of us are ready to get our praise back today? I'm believing that some of us are going to encounter forgiveness in a whole new level this morning. I believe there are many levels of forgiveness and today I believe we're going to encounter that. And, and it, it, it includes letting go of some people. I believe there's a, at least one person in our world today that, 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 that we need to let go and, and say, Jesus, you know what? I forgive him. And we're going to go into that at the end. I, I, I love how when we talk about forgiveness, everyone is like, oh, no, we don't do that. We just sing. We praise. We love the praise thing. But when it comes to forgiveness, we don't do that. But we're going to forgive some people today. We're going to experience new levels of forgiveness. And then one thing, that, uh, another third thing that I'm believing over you today is that some of us are going to get our, our, our hunger to pray back our hunger to pray and if you already pray we're gonna pray in a new, new whole new level and with some of that prayer I believe some of us are gonna start stepping into the prophetic where we start to prophesy over our world come on who's ready to prophesy who's ready to praise who's ready to forgive we're gonna read out of Matthew 6 this morning Matthew 6 this is when Jesus taught us how to pray he said father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we've forgiven our debt our debtors. I always have a hard time with bees. I like like bombs or or bummer. Whatever. No, bummer, no. Bummer because we don't have it. But bombs, usually bombs. How do you say bombs? Let's not talk about that in church. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Will you stretch your hands to heaven really quick? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you, Lord, for what we're going to uh, 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 encounter in this room today. We're believing for a touch of heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we don't pray out of our own strength. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. And we know that in the name of Jesus Christ, anything is possible. And in your name we pray amen amen one more time can you take a look to your neighbor and say man i am glad i am sitting next to you today and then let's grab our seats let's grab our seats this morning thank you worship team seth is looking so beautiful gosh those eyes 
It is impossible to keep my eyes on Jesus with those eyes. Get out. You're a distraction. <laughs> Man, church, you're looking good this morning. You sound good, and gosh darn it, you smell good. How many of us are grateful for a good-smelling church? How many of us are grateful that we're sitting next to someone who's smelling good this morning? If they're not smelling good, just keep your eyes on me. Don't look at them. Just hold your breath. But, um, man, the Lord's Prayer has been a key scripture uh, that has de helped define my faith. And today I just wanted to talk about this is our faith. I think it's good every once in a while to say and stop and say, man, what is our faith? Because there are so many things we can believe in. And when it comes to our faith here at Church Alive, there's so many things we can talk about. But today I'm just going to share a few thoughts that God has been doing in my heart when it comes to faith and believing in God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Believing in His church, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the second coming, the forgiveness that we find in Jesus, salvation, the hope, and everything else that we find in Jesus. And uh, the Lord's Prayer is, is pretty interesting because the disciples and people are hanging out with Jesus. And some of them in Luke, they talk about, hey, Jesus, how should we, how should we, we pray? How do you pray? How do we, what, what is this faith thing all about? And Jesus, as I was reading that and, and thinking about that moment, I think of initial stages of faith when you're learning how to pray, when you're learning how to have faith. And I remember when I first started to pray in our pastor's living room. That's right. That's right. I'm going to share that story this morning. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way like it did for the disciples. My story was a little bit different. So I want you to go back 12 years with me. And uh, we find ourselves in our pastor's living room, Pastor Anthony and Pastor Miriam, which are here today. Can we honor them? Come on. Come, how many of us are grateful for our pastors? Pastor Anthony turned 50, uh, 45 last week. Happy birthday once again. <laughs> Your calves are looking fine, mate. Um, but uh, I remember being in the living room, and, and when I think of this scripture, I remember this moment because that was my moment. Like, Jesus, or not Jesus to them because they ain't Jesus, but how do we pray? How do we do this whole faith thing? And I remember circling up, and it was my first time, my first time praying in front of people. It was that moment, the Lord's Prayer kind of moment with some of my friends. I believe Pastor Katie was there, maybe Mark. I don't know who was there. I try to forget. I live to forget. Uh, but I, I just remember, and it's my turn to pray, and I'm nervous, and I'm ready to go. Pastor Miriam is there, and, uh, and then I go for it. And I'm like, I just want to tell God that I'm praying. I just want to tell God that I'm here, 82 Francisco, in case he lost me. I just want to tell him that I'm here, and I don't remember exactly what my prayer was, but I was telling everyone in the room what I wanted to tell God, and without any hesitation at all whatsoever, your very own senior pastor just falls on the floor laughing. <laughs> she was dying laughing. It wasn't an easy time for me. I've been recovering since then. But uh, when I think of that moment, I think of, 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 of Jesus and the disciples, except that my Lord's prayer moment, Jesus wasn't dying on the floor laughing. <laughs> but it's okay. Obviously, I wasn't good at it at that time. I think I've gotten a little bit better. And it's okay to not be good at things sometimes. How many of us know we're not good at everything? And, uh, and there are some things that we're very good at, some things that we eventually we, we learn and we, we learn to master and become really good at, Right? Uh, how many of you consider yourselves pretty good in sports? Raise your hand. Sports? Good in sports? Karen's laughing. So dishonoring. We have, there's no honor in this house. I'm just kidding. There is. This guy whooped my butt this week in tennis. 
Not even just mine. My brothers too. Danny, stand up. Jo join the hall of shame with me. What is on you? Anyway, he's obviously a good at good at tennis. Play past Anthony, and then it's a no whole nother conversation. But a lot of us learn to master different things. And when it comes to being masters in different crafts and, and owning a certain gift and talent, I, I remember this story a few years ago when Pastor Fernando and Pastor Anthony and I went to a men's conference. And I was sharing rooms with Pastor Fernando. And if you know, I don't know if you know Pastor Fernando. He's one of our amazing pastors. And he shared a beautiful word this morning. Can we honor him? <laughs> Pastor Fernando is a master at dieting. He's a, he, when it comes to discipline, he's just the guy like he just walks it do you ever watch robocop that's him i preach the word yay he is super disciplined i believe god has put him in my life to help me become disciplined and god has put me in his life to grow in grace right you're right you know but i remember it was our third day into the conference and i'm like and we're sore because we were doing workouts i don't know if Pastor anthony remembers and I'm like sore and it's the third day and I know we're about to go for a workout. And I don't know about you, but I always look forward to the rest days. So I'm like, look, I'm like, sir, I'm feeling a rest day today. I don't think we should work out. My, my quad, my, my, I don't even know what my quads are, but my legs are sore. My calves, they're screaming, help me. <laughs> and, and, I just, and I'm like, sir, I don't think we should. I think we should rest. He's like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm too tired for this. I'm just going to annoy him, which I do all the time. And I'm like, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I, I, are you sure? I, it was, I don't know exactly, but it was pretty much like, I don't know. I don't know if we should work out. I think we need to rest. My body is telling me to rest. He's like, sir, we're going to work out. We're going to do the legs. We're going to legs today. We're doing it. And, uh, and I just remember, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep annoying him. I was like, sir, I'm going to Google this, Wikipedia. I don't think we should work out. I think we need to rest. And I just remember him screaming from the other side of the room. All you heard was, sir, trust me, I'm the master. <laughs> and we tell the story from time to time. And it was such a funny moment because he's so serious. I mean, he has humor. He laughs at jokes once a year. But, he, but he, it was such a funny moment because he's like, trust me, I'm the master. And it was such a funny moment. It was so funny, but it's true. A lot of us are masters in different things. Some of us get masters. I definitely didn't. Very far from a master's, but a lot of us become really good at different things. One thing that I really did become good at, I believe I can say, is scaring people. I love catching them at their most vulnerable moments. I catch my wife, our pastors. There's no line. Whoever it is, whoever I find, I just put up the phone and I scare them and to see their reaction. And I have a file. I have a whole scripture of videos, whole Bible's worth. And, um, and, and, I, and, I, and I believe I've become pretty good. I've mastered the craft of scaring people. And, uh, and do you believe me when I tell you that? Is that enough for you to believe me today? Yeah? Some of you don't look like you're believing me. Do you need proof? Would you like to see some proof? I, 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 media people, are you here? Can 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 help help me? <laughs> can you help me drive this point across? Let's take our eyes.
No, she, she wasn't ready. The craft of <laughs> scaring people. Some of y'all are like, we're wasting time. What are we doing in church this morning? But it's true. And I did all of that to say, hey, in life, we are, it is okay to master different crafts and be good at it. But when it comes to our faith, guess who is the master of our faith? Everybody say it on three. One, two, three. Jesus. Yes, come on. I'm the only one who's excited. I'm having my own party. There is one master of our faith, and his name is Jesus. And we're going to look at some scriptures right now really quick before I get into the three thoughts that I want to share with you. It's not going to be on the screen, but scripture reminds us over and over again that Jesus is the master of our faith. He's the one who makes it right. He's the one who makes it perfect. He's the one who perfects it. He's the one who gives us strength and true peace. It's Jesus. Luke 1 says this, before Mary conceived uh, Jesus, uh, an angel showed up and said, Mary, you have found favor. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and, and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign in the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end another scripture Philippians 2 9 says therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus Christ every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father and maybe one more scripture today uh john 14 6 jesus says i am the way the truth and the life it's important to remember he's not a way not a truth or a life he's the way the truth and the life and 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 that is the core of our faith god has put jesus in charge of this whole thing picture him as a ceo of our faith the chief eternity officer cfo Chief, forgiving, faith, CSO, somebody's S, go. Salvation, look at you, so smart, so beautiful and smart. Jesus is the master. Jesus is the one we look to when it comes to anything regarding our faith. And I just wanted to make that point before we go into the Lord's Prayer because he's the one who taught us how to pray. And because he's taught us how to pray, I think we should pay attention since we agree that he is the master, that he's not just a name but the name. He's not just a way, but the way. 
and, and, and no one comes to the Father except through him. And I'm going to go straight into it today. I got a short, beautiful, and sweet message for you. Short, sweet, and beautiful, just like my wife. Can we all honor my wife today? I'm trying to get on her good side so we can finally have some kids. Gosh darn it. It's been three years. Just kidding. It's an ongoing joke. Hopefully it never gets old. It's me prophesying that one, one day it'll happen. But here's one thing that uh, the Lord's been doing in my heart when it comes to the Lord's prayer is this. This is our faith. Ready? Point number one. This is our faith. We praise. This is our faith. We praise. Uh, praise is not so much a song. A lot of us think praise and worship is a song. It's beyond a song. It's what's first in your life. That's what you praise. It's, it's who's in control of your life today. Is it you? Is it your husband? Is it your wife? Is it your work? Is it the money in your bank account? Or is it the creator himself? That is your praise. Whatever is in control of your life, that is your praise. And in the, when we look at the Lord's prayer, he said, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That is praise. He's acknowledging God's place. He's acknowledging God as holy. He's acknowledging God as righteous. He's the one who's on the throne. Before he even prayed, he said, Jesus, he said, Father, you're in control of this whole thing. So I look to you right now. That's what he was teaching us. And what I love about the Lord's Prayer, it's not so much about repetition, but it's about the, the things we focus on as Christians. It's, it, it, he says, you know what? This is what you focus on. This is what you do. You keep God first. So this is our faith. We praise. And I love how he ends the Lord's Prayer. He says, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So we praise. We keep God first. We, 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 we go on and we request. We declare. We say, your kingdom come. Your will be done on my life as it is in heaven. Provide today for my family. Provide the right finances. Provide the right relationships. Forgive me for my sins as I work on forgiving the person on my right this morning. Forgive me and, uh, and, and uh, let, help me let go. Do not lead us into temptation. But in the in-between, surrounded by the in-between, is praise. Regardless of what we do in the morning and at night, our uh, true praise beyond the song is who is in control of our lives. That's what praise does. Darlene Check, one of my great, uh, great heroes when it comes to leading worship and praise and worship. Um, she wrote, shout, shout to the Lord. No, shout to the Lord. She wrote a song called Holding On To You So, So Good. And she's just a hall of famer. No, but I, I definitely, uh, she's one of my great heroes and I look up to her so much when it comes to worship leading and praise and worship. She said, I learned we'll never find hope looking at our circumstances. She says, it's found only by fixing our eyes on Jesus who doesn't change and who's always faithful. That's what praise is. It's not a song. It's just constantly being reminded, God, you're in control. I look to Jesus. He's the master. He's on the throne. He's in control regardless of what I go through. And sometimes we think about the bad stuff but it's also in the success when you get that big paycheck when you get that that dream career that you were hoping for is that now in control or is the Lord gonna stay in control of your life that is our praise this is part of our faith here at Church Alive we praise and we praise the name of Jesus Christ so my question for you when it comes to that point who is in control of your life take that home with you who is in control number two this is our faith we forgive with with our eyes on Jesus praying in his name looking to him as the perfecter of our faith we forgive this is our faith and 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 when you look at the Lord's Prayer he says forgive us our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us and a lot of us stop at 
verse 13 that says for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever but if you look at verse 14 Jesus goes back to the forgiveness topic because he knows it's a challenging one he says for if you forgive others their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others their trespasses neither will your father forgive yours and I think it's such an important one for us to never forget I was looking at what unforgiveness truly means and, and, and it means to forbid, to deny, to unfree, to restrict, and to confine. And when you think about the forgiveness that we find in the name of Jesus Christ, guess what it does? It accepts. It forgives. It, 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 it says, you know what? You're, you're no longer bound. We sing songs that says, I have freedom in the name of Jesus. Why? Because of forgiveness. You're no longer denied. You're no longer forbidden. You're no longer confined. He's, he, he's forgiven you. And we have freedom in forgiveness. We have acceptance. How many of us feel accepted by the Father the moment we call in the name of Jesus? And I was, and I was thinking about that. Peter, Peter had a question for, for Jesus. He said, Jesus, how many times should my people sin against me and, and, and stab me in the back and talk bad about me on social media that I should forgive him? Seven times? And I could see Jesus, I could see Peter thinking that he was being all, 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 like, all like generous and stuff. Yeah, it's like seven times, really? Seven? One week out of your entire life? No. Jesus says, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven. And I know some of you are already doing the calculation. And when you study this scripture, what, you, what Jesus was trying to say is every day, all the time, as many times as you need to. Not like 7-Eleven, 24-7. I was fooled by 7-Eleven for a long time. I thought it was 24-7. It's not. It's 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. They fooled me. Fooled me once. Shame on me. Fooled me twice. I will forgive. Just made that up. Makes no sense. But it applies because of forgive. We forgive 24-7 all the time. As many times as needed. That's what Jesus was trying to say. And, and, and I was thinking about that today, uh, this week, and I had to forgive some people. I had to practice what I was going to share with you because people will always do messed up stuff. We're always, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people right now that maybe if they're listening online, they're like, you know, I need to forgive Magno. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I've, I, I've aggravated some people. I'm pretty sure I've given them reason to forgive me like maybe Pastor Fernando this morning. Uh, but, uh, but I was thinking about that. You know, when you think about unforgiveness, it denies. And, and, and then a thought, a question came to me. How can we deny what Jesus has accepted? What can we, how can we deny what Jesus accepted? None of us are willing to die on a cross, yet he did and accepted and, 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 and said, you know what? You have forgiveness. I did this for you. You have salvation. You have forgiveness. You have healing. You're free to go, child. Go be the man that I've called you to be. Go be the woman that I've called you to be. You are no longer bound by the sin. You are no longer bound by unforgiveness because you find that in me. And I believe the scriptures pretty much tell us that the Father won't forgive us because it's impossible for us to walk in freedom if we're holding on to unforgiveness because we think unforgiveness is, is holding them back but in reality you're holding yourself back. We think we're handcuffing the, pup, the, the person but we're handcuffing ourselves. We think we're like, you know what, they're going to learn today. And they're moving on with their lives. They're getting their degrees. They're getting married, having kids, and you're still holding on to this thing. You're shouting Jesus on Sunday, but you're bound on Monday because you're holding on to unforgiveness. How can we deny what Jesus accepted? And my question for you there is, is there anyone you need to let go of today? And I know it's declaration, it's one thing, and then there's a process. I'm not ignoring the process. 
but it starts with declaring and making a move. Um, is there anyone you need to let go of today? And here's the last point. Last point today, this is our faith. We pray, we prophesy. We pray, we prophesy. When you look at the, the Lord's prayer, Jesus, not only did he acknowledge God's place, not only did he pray, but in the beginning he said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I see that as a prayer, but at the same time, I see it as a prophecy. Lord, your kingdom come. You know his kingdom come is his will for your life. It's, it's his plan to save his people so that we can spend eternity with him. And, and in, the, in between, there's a plan, there's a purpose for each and every one of you. So you're declaring, Lord, your will be done over my life. Is there another song? So let there be another song. Is there another sermon? Let there be another sermon. If it's that job, if it's that platform, whatever it may be, your will be done. I, pro I don't know, know. Not only do I pray, but I declare. You know, in the beginning, God spoke us into existence it says he said uh, and then God said the disciples when they were building the church church alive back then when they were building it they, they they drove out demons they set people free they healed the sick by declaring and prophesying in the name of Jesus Christ they didn't just they prophesied they, they used their lips in the valley of dry bones God spoke to Ezekiel and said prophesy to the dry bones say to the dry bones hear the word of the Lord and Ezekiel said so I prophesy as I was commanded and as I was prophesying there was a noise at church alive as I was prophesying there was a rattling sound and bones came together as I prophesied this is what the Lord has commanded me to do and I want to ask some people today is there something in your soul that God has called you to do that you need to start prophesying come on can we all stand to our feet you know a lot of us pray we pray we long we pray we pray we whine we cry but we don't prophesy we don't speak things into existence we don't speak things into life God says in Acts 2 17 in the last days God says I will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and daughters will prophesy young men will see visions your old man will dream dreams even on my servants both men and women I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will what prophesy Man, long before I ever led worship, long before I ever started living this crazy life that God had planned for me, I would be driving in my car in my early serving days when I was moving chairs, setting up stuff. I was getting ready to audition for the worship team. Maybe I had already auditioned. I lose track of time. I forget what I did yesterday. Um, but I started to see myself. I'd be driving in my car and I would start to see myself singing and speaking in front of people. And it wasn't just hundreds. It was thousands. And I would start to laugh in the car. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Keep your eyes on Jesus, mate. You're just making it about you. But it would happen over and over again. And over time, I started to realize it was God starting to, 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 to plant the seed and help me to see what he's going to do one day. You know, and, and, and I realized, I was like, you know what? This might be the Lord. So guess what I did? On top of serving, on top of making myself available week in and week out, I started to pray and I started to prophesy. And I'd be embarrassed when I prophesied. I would do it when no one was watching. I'm like, Lord, I thank you that you called me to write songs that will reach hundreds of thousands. Lord, I thank you that I'm going to speak in front of thousands and I'm going to preach the gospel in front of thousands. I was praying and I was prophesying. And today, gosh darn it, I'm speaking in front of people, which I really don't like. <laughs> I got so nervous. I didn't sleep this week. I lost five pounds. Well, that's a positive. But eventually I realized that was God showing me, so I started to pray, I started to prophesy. And I want to ask you this morning, what has God put in your heart? I was talking to Chris earlier this week. You know, a, a lot of us have this longing in our soul, in our, in our, in our, in our bellies. And pre-Christ, it's usually 
the God-shaped hole that only he can fill. But post-Christ, I feel like I still feel this longing. Every day, even after a song release or after a great weekend in church, I go home and I mean, there's, there's something else. And sometimes we think it's bad, but I believe it's a good thing. I believe it's a cry of heaven reminding you that there's still a plan and a purpose for your life. There's still, if there's still a cry of heaven, come on, I know, I know a lot of you, you, some of you are successful, some of you are influential, some of you are just crushing it at life. In the highs and lows, there's always a longing on the inside. I believe it's, it's a song called Heaven's Cry. I believe it's God reminding you, hey, there's still a will and a kingdom to, be, to, to happen. And, and, and because there's still a will and a purpose, I'm not done yet. And guess what? If I'm not done yet, you're not done yet. So what has God put in you? What is he stirring in your soul as we keep him first, as we learn to let go and forgive so we can find true forgiveness? What has God put in your soul, in your, the deepest part of you? We love the deep, right? So look deep within. What is he stirring in you? I believe it's time to start praying and prophesying some things into our world. So we're going to do something different this morning. Are you ready for it? I'm on time, so it's a good thing. We're going to give people an opportunity to put their faith in Jesus for the first time, which is going to be awesome. And uh, we're going to give people an opportunity. Maybe you feel like God used to be first and you've been struggling, whether it's success or no success, because both of them can get in the way. And I believe right now it's a great opportunity for you to say, you know what, God, I put you first again. When it comes to my career, when it comes to my true success and happiness, you know what, I've been in control for a while or they have been in control for a while today. I prophesy you're in control again and I believe some of us are going to get our praise back some of us are going to get our, our, our hunger to pray and prophesy and speak things into existence into our lives this is our faith church this is a glimpse of it there's a lot more goodness where that came from this is, this is our faith it's Jesus it's God the Father he's a loving father there's a plan there's a will and and I believe that God is doing something special this morning. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to, in a moment, I'm going to get us to close our eyes. We can take this away, guys. Thank you so much. Um, here we go. I know we don't have room, but we're going to make room. And I hope that's okay. We're going to make room up the front. Um, because I want, uh, I'm going to give people, we're going to do something crazy. Ready? Talk about practicing faith. We're going to do a song that we're, we've been working on that I believe God's put in our heart called This Is Our Faith. And it's a song birthed in this house that talks about the very message, same message that I shared with you today. And here's what we're going to do. Uh, those of you who put it, uh, who actually I'm not going to tell you because then, no, faith, you're going to do it. So those of you who put your faith in Jesus for the first time, those of you who feel like you're getting your praise back and coming back to Jesus and coming back to this faith in him and putting him first, or maybe you're in here today and there's just that one person that you really need to let go that has been hard for you to let go. We can never experience true forgiveness until the moment we let go. We're binding, we're handcuffing ourselves. And, right, and today we're going to give people an opportunity to, to not only confess with their lips, but start to walk with their feet in this new level of forgiveness, praise, and hunger to pray and prophesy into their current and future lives. Is that good? So right now, close your eyes really quick, church. Everybody close their eyes. We believe in God the Father. We believe in God the Son, Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit, church. This is what we believe in this place. That is our faith. We believe that Jesus died on a cross and conquered the grave so that not only do we find salvation,
but we find forgiveness of sins. We are accepted. We are no longer denied in the name of Jesus Christ. God says, come as you are in the name of Jesus, and I love you too much to leave you the way you are. So right now, you're going to start prophesying, praying, and stepping into this person that I've called you to be. That's what we believe here at Church Alive. And first question right now, every eye closed, no one looking around. If you're in here today and you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, if you've never put God first, if you've never said, Father, you're in control. I am no longer in control. I believe in Jesus. I, I want to repent from my sins. I repent from my sins. I put my faith in Jesus. I look to you as the one who is in charge, the one who sits on the throne. If that's you today, putting the faith in Jesus for the first time, no one is looking around. I just want you to slip up your hand right where you are right now. If you're saying, Jesus, I put my faith in you today for the first time right now. One, two, three, raise your hand right where you are. I see that hand, I see that hand. Hands going up all over the place today. Come on, a few more seconds if that's you. I see that hand, I see that hand in the back. I see that other hand, man. I see that hand all the way in the back. Five more seconds, if that's you today saying yes to Jesus for the first time, slip your hand up right where you are. No one's looking around. I see that other hand that just went up. That's amazing. You can put your hand down right now. Can we celebrate that for a moment, church? People saying yes to Jesus for the first time. Come on, that is a great moment. Heaven is rejoicing right now. Jesus, we thank you for your sons and daughters who put their faith in you for the first time. And Lord, I pray that their lives would never be the same. Lord, I pray that they would continue to encounter you time and time again. Your love that casts out all fear. Your love that brings peace and comfort and joy. Your love that opens our eyes to truly live out the life that you've called us to live. And I thank you for those souls that were saved today. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, right now, you can open your eyes. You can look, yes, let's celebrate that one more time. Come on. So here's what we're going to do. If that was you today who put your faith in Jesus for the first time, we don't often do something like this, but we're going to end it slightly different where we're going to have people come up and we're going to sing through this song. We're going to pretty much sing what we talked about. Then we're going to declare some things and, and, and it's going to be great. I'm believing that it's going to be great. I saw this in my head and I believe that it's going to be even better than what I saw in Jesus name. If you put your faith in Jesus for the first time, if you feel like today you're letting go of someone and you're finally saying, you know what, I forgive him just as you have forgiven me Jesus because I want to experience this freedom that I have in you I don't want to deny them of something that you have already accepted them for and if that's you forgiving someone maybe you're in here you feel like you lost your praise you lost the fire to put God first we're gonna open up the front and I want to encourage every single if you're one of those three today and I just want to encourage you right now in this moment as we get ready to sing this song we're gonna be closing in a few minutes but if that's you today can I encourage you and in a way challenge you I'm doing so many things today out of faith and I'm with you stepping out of faith doing stuff that is uncomfortable if that's you today would you kindly make your way up the front right now we our team is gonna be here they're gonna be praying for you they're gonna be laying hands we're gonna sing we're gonna worship if that's you today man a lot of people coming up we don't we don't have a lot of room but we're gonna cram up a bunch of people in, in the front come on can we give it up as people start to make their way to the front this morning come on we have a lot of room still if that's you if you're putting your faith in Jesus for the first time make your way to the front if you feel like you're getting your praise back this morning you want that fire to pray to prophesy make your way to the front and also if you're taking a step of faith and say you know what Jesus I forgive them I let them go I don't feel like it yet but at least I'm going to prophesy and and take my first step today as I forgive them and, that, and if that's you just make your way to the front and you can keep making your way to the front so right now every eye closed stretch your hands to heaven 
Jesus, we thank you for what you're about to do in this moment. This is our faith, Lord. We believe in you. We believe that you're good. We believe that you save. And Lord, I thank you for so much healing and freedom that is happening in this room right now. Not only salvation, but also healing. I believe addictions are being broken. I believe, Lord, uh, hurt and, and just pain is being broken today as we put our faith in you. As we let go so we can experience your freedom, Lord, we prophesy with this song. We prophesy with our hearts and we put you first, Lord. This is our faith. You're in control. We look to you, Jesus. We honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray.